Hello, hello. Hello, caller. Hey, sir. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good. How are you doing, mate? Uh, not much. We're working on the podcast. I'm sitting here with Isaac and Keelan. Oh, well, let's guys get to it then. Alright. <laughs> uh, we like to shake it up. Keep the listeners guessing. It just makes me more infuriated, but no worries. <laughs> 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 Alright. Enjoy your night, See you, man. Exactly. Uh, does that make Zach the first unofficial official guest of the pod? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> we channeled him somehow. Yeah. yeah. We summoned him. <laughs> <laughs> How mm. good. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Do we need to clap? Yeah, we could. <laughs> but like, I don't want to edit that out. So we'll just, uh, <laughs> our editors are now listening to that clap yeah, yeah, from now fine. on. That's fine. Yep, cool. Um, I'm panicking because we started recording early. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, cue the music. Yeah, right. Yeah, dive into it. Oh. That is outrageously good for a preloaded tune. It's a lot longer than I'd expect as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what you'd be my preloaded. Uh, that took hours of rehearsal <laughs> from the three of us. Hours of composition. Yeah. No, you're right. I'm sorry. Might have looked like we were doing nothing, but in reality, we were actually playing uh, all the instruments in that recording live. <laughs> <laughs> Simultaneously. It was a good effort, I think. Not bad, but not as good as Salty Season. That's a fact. Oh, it's just yeah. truth. It's a fact. Yeah. Well, <laughs> up and coming. Salty uh, season isn't on the road. Procast at two. <laughs> <laughs> but for the right price, they could be. Oh, we'll take any money. <laughs> uh, where there's money, we are there. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. All right. Should we? Uh, should we get into things? General, the real song. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh. We've, got, we've got that pre-recorded too, right? Uh, no. Uh, just say yes. Sorry, yes, we do, of course. Let me just cue that up. <laughs> mm. oh, no. Some. Oh, you would have thought a pre-recorded song would have been really good crack at the end. Too, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Some may call that a uh, a ruined crack in the business. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was why was, it, why was that so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but what a crisp sound it made! It had a nice sizzle to it. Oh, it did. Still had the same sizzle, but the uh, 
The passion is gone. <laughs> <laughs> the initial takeoff was uh, lacking. Mm. What's going on, everyone? We're here with episode number 53 of the Storm on the Beach podcast, talking about all things great and garbage from our sports viewing this week. What's going on, fellas? Oh, yeah, what's going on? Just uh, thankful to be here. Thank you very much. Good to hear. Uh, Maddie, what's going on? <laughs> uh, got quite a few nominations for Butcher of the Week. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, that was the um, next yeah. segment, though. So he's, don't skip He's ahead. jumping straight into it. <laughs> I'm just much like the uh, the ruined crack. Matt's also <laughs> here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> as long as I get what I want. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> the, oh. the Michael Phelps mindset. <laughs> I just saw him. Ben Shapiro uh, as well, actually. Oh. Mm. Mm. Uh, he's, he's no spit, no lube. <laughs> That's not two names you hear side by side often. No, yeah, no. No, definitely not. Phelps and Shapiro. <laughs> One and the same. Titans of their industries. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I do think he may have the biggest conservative media following. Uh, He'd be up there. Depends if you call Joe Rogan conservative or not. That's true. Yeah. You don't have to. It's the following. And lots of conservative people Ooh. like Joe Rogan. Yeah, good point. Yeah. He's into guns and hunting and such. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I got recommended a reel from him today and it was like, yeah, so we were like at my mate's place and we were like smoking this thing and he was like, oh, bro, like you got to clean your smoker. It smells like fish. And then they're like, oh, bro, I've never cooked fish on this smoker, man. And they're like, oh, dude, must be the bear, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? How is this clippable? We have so many more clippable moments than uh, better clippable moments then, than just Joe Rogan saying, yeah, the bear flesh smelled like fish. Smoker talk. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Uh, he can kick a sandbag really hard, though. He can <laughs> kick a sandbag. <laughs> he can absolutely belt a sandbag. Oh. I would not like to be that sandbag. Do you reckon he could bomb one in from outside 50? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Off a step. <laughs> one step. He just whips the leg around sideways and it's just fucking sailing through 20th row behind. Taking the Buddy Franklin around the corner <laughs> to a whole new level. Oh, How good. How good. How have you been? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Uh, busy week at work, we've got people off, so uh, picking up a slack, but that's all right. Um, New job? No, same job. That's just unusual, you said you got people off at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weekend job. Ah, <laughs> uh, yep, sorry, yep. Um, that and I'm recovering from Tuesday night, still. Oh, big night. Uh, I have most of my operation on my pinky back. Oh, nice. Uh, it's a bit man, chunky, though. It's a bit chunky, it's a bit darker. Uh <laughs> I got, got it jammed on the ball um, oh. in the first quarter, so that was great to play the rest of the game with that. And it was as fat as it could get yesterday. Mm. There was no spare skin. I, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't bend it because there was no flexibility because of the lack of skin <laughs> left. Two uh, thumbs. It was like it was like my pinky had gone and watched the whale and was like, that's me, that's what I'm about <laughs> to do. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, so it's it's a bit painful still. Probably looked more like Free Willy though, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, but other than that, not too bad. It's mm. good to hear, Kieran. What's actually going on with you? Uh, other than watching the game, 
This fucking guy. Oh, geez, my iPad's pretty good for reading the notes off of. Well, someone just got hit in the head from Carlton. And by hit in the Falcon. head, I mean, um, no, um, Tom Hawkins just absolutely. Ah, well, the old Tom Hawkins massage. hawked him instead of falconing him. Instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A classic e massage. Um, bit yeah. of a, I think it's probably his eye that's a bit sore there. Yeah. Uh, probably not concussed, thankfully. Probably not. Um, but no, my car broke down this morning, so that wasn't very fun. What a shit week, losing to Will's basketball team. Um, <laughs> that was tough. That was very tough, especially given that I missed three points worth of um, free throws. <laughs> that would have put us one point off tying. So It happens. All right, Manny missed an open layup. I also missed a an minute open layup, to go. actually. So. Many, many Ruined my assist stat on that one. <laughs> Same game multi havers weren't happy with Matt. <laughs> I was too open. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you normally Just used over, to overthunk it. Blokes touching you when you score, <laughs> which is good and bad, I guess. But yeah, no, I drove five minutes to the park to um, walk, go hunt. Um, car felt fine, and then. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, no clutch action after getting back in the car. Oh, yeah, that's not ideal. Yeah, I could put in whatever gear I wanted. I just couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, bit of a dampener on the uh, on the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I assume you don't still have a work car in your possession. Uh, it's out the front right now. Oh, nice, excellent. Yep. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah. It's um, it's just horrible timing. So you know, I go away next week too. So it's like I'm not going to take the work car to the airport and leave it there. So no, might no. have to organise something else. I think so. Yeah, what airport are you flying out of? Uh, Brisbane. Oh yeah. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. I still haven't used Gold Coast yet since they put on the new terminal. Oh wow. Yeah. Last time I was in there for work, uh, I believe it was school holidays. Must have been, or it could have been. Yeah, it would have been school holidays. And it was packed in there. Mm. Gold Coast Airport, not very big. No. It was like, there was standing room only, and I'm there like, hmm, interesting. Yeah, you very much have to um, turn up quite early. Well, the yeah. recommended prescribed earliness um, from from aircraft <laughs> um, uh, providers, you do, you do have to turn up that early just to make it through security on time. Yeah, look, I, I don't really like turning up super early to then sit down to then stand up and sit down for another two and a half, three hours. Mm. Um, it's worth the lack of stress, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can go in and roll in and buy a you know sixteen dollar airport pot, airport point, and scoff that, and just be like, "Yep." Somehow tastes worse too. It tastes worse, <laughs> but it's a mandatory thing. Yeah, it's a must do just to take the photo, and it's like, ah, that's sixteen bucks and not getting back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally wasn't not, worth it. Not worth the. <laughs> the one story reply no, that you're gonna get. No, either. absolutely yeah, not. It's not worth it. It's um have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even ask where you're going. <laughs> Cause the real bait is you're never posting where you're going. No. No, exactly. Exactly. It's like bon voyage. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. All right. Uh now, Maddie, go for your life with Butcher of the Week. What's your well, I might nomination. I might cull one or two. Okay. Based based on the cut other and cut the fat, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well said. Well, a butcher would do that for you. Uh, any reputable one would. Yeah. Just simply ask. 
We don't have any butcher sponsors. Insert reputable butcher here. This one. (laughs) Or less than reputable, but has money. Insert butcher that will pay us for an ad here. Beautiful. Butcher of the week. Well done. Uh, This one absolutely has to stay on the list. The commentary bench, uh, Fox Footy, possibly Channel 7. I didn't catch who the commentators were, but the fine men and women covering the Suns-Swans game over the weekend Mm -hmm. for the Harvey Weinstein self-tug job, (laughs) Triple X, over uh, what was it again? Did the... Did the Swans get humiliated in last year's grand final? Uh, yeah, I think so. Maybe some would say. Might have mentioned it once or <laughs> twice. <laughs> Did they mention at all um, teams usually missing finals the following year after getting flogged hmm. in the grand final? At least one. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. What an astute observation. I can't help but mention perhaps a... Um, a Louis C.K. self-tug job may have been a better reference. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if he was as well known, but mm. definitely, mm. definitely. No, but, but you would, you would believe that these commentators, uh, apparently, the teams they support, have never once lost a grand final <laughs> <laughs> and play flawlessly perfect football <laughs> every round, every season. You don't want to call them out by name. I honestly didn't look into it. I ran out of time. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious though. It it was like watching um it was like watching the kid at school who's clearly autistic <laughs> and has absolutely no social understanding or mechanisms and is clearly incapable of defending himself, just being completely ganged up on by five to ten other guys who just keeps slapping their knees, yelling the same joke at him over and over and over again, <laughs> as if it's funnier every time they hear it. They could barely contain their laughter, barely commentating the game at all. Just shoddy work. If I was a North, you know, if you know, if I was a Swan supporter, I would have been ropeable trying to watch that game. <laughs> <laughs> Until the game actually started, but don't skip ahead. Uh, all right, my nomination this week is uh, Harry Mackay. His mm. slip to his knees <laughs> with like one minute to go as the ball was coming in perfectly in the middle of three Richmond defenders. <laughs> Still almost takes the mark and then spills the beans <laughs> when he could have iced the game effectively. <laughs> Butcher of the week. <laughs> Literally. Don't skip ahead. There was, um, there was a lot of slipping actually. Was over the course of the weekend, maybe they've um, maybe they've taken on some of the uh, field painting technology that the Super Bowl <laughs> saw this year and <laughs> taken it to the AFL, or they just got the hockey curators and they forgot that they're playing on real grass now and they've just watered it immediately before the match. Yeah. 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 <laughs> For any listeners of an AFL-based podcast that may be unfamiliar with AFL, um. <laughs> There's a lot of space between the four sticks. And they simply needed the ball to pass through any one of them. One of the three gaps. <laughs> <laughs> Killing the game. What? 
how how wide are the gaps? I want to say what, this, fifteen meters. Or I so? want to say they're six meters apart each. Yeah. Okay. So between fifteen and and twenty meters, approximately. <laughs> it's incalculable. <laughs> 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 they're six point four meters apart, even. Oh, so, so there you go. Between so I fucking nailed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Between fifteen and twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So um. We didn't do very well uh, kicking on goal after the Suns game, but we still managed, well, at least the, the, the two I put through still managed, you know, between the 15 to 20 metres <laughs> worth of space. It it got one of the targets at least. Yeah. 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 I didn't miss the dartboard. No. No, definitely not. Um, All right, Keelan, you want to uh, finish us off? Butcher of the week? Uh, mine's not nominated here. Okay. Um, Maddie. Do you have another one you'd like to do from your list? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Go for it. The Warriors versus the Mavs. Uh, that was, was that today? Yeah. Okay, go on. Coming out of a timeout or halftime, I can't remember exactly, the Warriors had possession of the ball. Mm-hmm. They made their way to their offensive side, completely unmarked. Not a single Mavs player on the on the broadcast. The Warriors inbounded it straight to Looney, who dunked it. Two points, and they ran back down <laughs> the court to set up on defense. It's um the C grade basketball <laughs> effect where you forget <laughs> which, which way you're going. You're yeah, going. yeah, the classic. I don't think that's ever happened, to my knowledge, in NBA history. I've never seen it happen. <laughs> from <laughs> from memory, the game was also a two or three point game, right? It, like was. it was pretty close. The commentators were stunned. Probably <laughs> 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 one of those things where, like, after it happens. Everyone's still not sure what way the teams are going. There was a lot of <laughs> arguing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but like we won the team, right? <laughs> yeah, they're trying to count back. Yeah. Uh, uh, shit. Uh, never eat soggy wheat bix. Uh, the mercury was in re- retrograde, but we were going that way. Uh, Slice the second shot into the trees. Yeah. And then I hit that one over the green. Um, but then I mulliganed. I mulliganed that one, but then I tried to get it out of the bunker three times to give it in the lip. <laughs> and then I lost it in the water. And then half-time possession, so that flipped. <laughs> I think it's probably one of the worst butchers we've had because simply that these guys are professionals and that's quite embarrassing. Well, yeah. Surely I, someone could have. You have one you know, clear goal in mind and it's to win the game. And <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, how, how you... Don't care or forget or lose track of the ball at any point. Mm. Yeah, not ideal. Not great. Definitely not a good not look. ideal. Uh, speaking of professionalism, actually, um, Matt, what were you doing on Saturday night? Just wondering. I don't recall. Were you just at home, just chilling? Sounded like he might have been watching the Suns vs. Swans games on, on Fox Footy. Judging on Fox by Footy. Yeah. that analysis yeah, of yeah. Uh, the Butcher of the Week, I think so. Yeah, I did have a big sports day Saturday. Hmm. Just wondering uh, why you didn't um, attend the ah. the Suns vs Swans game uh, for us. the culture. One of us, man. One of us. Honestly, can't remember. He's got no good reason. Hmm. Hmm. It was a big day, and hmm. there was something that took place. I had a big day as well. I just can't remember what it was. <laughs> Allegedly, big day. Write that down in the list of uh, Matt's excuses. Alleged big day. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Mm, what a great day for sports, though. NBA immediately into the North game, straight into the Suns game. 
That was a bit going on. Sunday was also good. There was about a billion NHL games on. So much to watch. It was like from from like three o'clock in the morning, you could have yep. been up to like 4 p.m. <laughs> watching ice hockey if you wanted to. <laughs> it was wild. All right, boys. Any uh, any movements on the on the list? No, nah, none from me. No, none from me. I've got. I don't have any either. Ah. Huh. What a handy feature. (laughs) (laughs) All right, boys. (laughs) Get into the round one recap. What everyone's been waiting for all off season. I have. The business end of things. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. All righty. Oh, it's me. <laughs> no, it's actually me. Oh, you just didn't game. put it in? Okay, yeah, fair. Correct. I was like, yeah, correct. of course. Correct. I'm keeping it a surprise. <laughs> 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 We've finally arrived at the return of AFL footy. As per the old customs, season 2023 opened with a clash between Carlton and Richmond at the home of Aussie Rules football, the Melbourne Cricket Ground. Fucking <laughs> 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 this guy. Sorry. Our producer's having a fucking great time over here. Pulling <laughs> out all the bells and whistles. <laughs> I haven't used bells or whistles yet. <laughs> all right. Uh, never again will I be disappointed when mum says we have Rioli at home. Morris chipping in two servings of six points and Daniel collecting 27 Mickey D disposals. <laughs> George Stewart found plenty of the ball and just about blew it out of every contest, racking up eight clearances. And Tim Taran to the ball, wherever it was on the ground, the new Tiger amassing a match-high 32 disposals. Fresh off a Coleman medal win, Charlie certainly still knows where the goals are, his third giving the Blues the lead halfway through the fourth quarter. But unfortunately, much like the end of the 2022 season, nobody at Carlton knows how to hold on to a lead. (laughs) And with 17 (laughs) seconds left, we were all tied up thanks to Tom Lynch's goal, third goal. In what was probably the most anticlimactic end to a season opener, the Tigers fans had to return home with their tails between their legs and the Carlton supporters left having to hold on to their blue bags after being so close to ecstasy. <laughs> Richmond Tigers, 8 10, 58, Carlton Blues, 8 10, 58. Hmm. What a, uh, what a build-up. Pretty good match, despite being very low scoring. Mm. It, it was surprising, actually, yeah. But a... Uh, a high number of clangers at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Did you check the clang account on the AFL app? Uh, I don't know the overall official stat of clangers, no. Can you bet over-under clangers? Over-under clangers is not a market yet. Just you wait until Storm in the Bet <laughs> <laughs> flies onto your app store when we're doing our one set one-cent bets for all you recovering gambling addicts out there who just want to get that, get that little hit without, you know, not bad losing your wife and kids again. Yeah, exactly. We could get government funding. <laughs> <laughs> We're methadone for gambling addicts. Yeah, exactly. We're government subsidized punting. <laughs> I feel like a lot of gambling is already government subsidized technically. We'll be the new P- PBS <laughs> punting benefit scheme. <laughs> <laughs> I think the New South Wales government slash clubs New South Wales would have a 
bit of an investment with us. They'd they love it. They could be very interested. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take money wherever it is. Oh, yeah. Whoever it's from. Yeah. To an extent. If it's, you know, small Taiwanese children knitting any sort of merchandise that we want to sell, if we get the merch for free and we can make straight profits off it, hand it over, please. Um, you don't have to call out Salty Seasons merch manufacturer <laughs> like that. <laughs> High quality stuff, though, from Salty Season Band. Oh, the designs are beautiful. Yep. We've actually got um, a different shirt this time, too. Got oh. a new design. Well, yeah, new design, but different different shirt fabric, uh, too. So. Is, it, is it not so thick? It's more summer appropriate. Not thick with oh, two C's, just not, one C. Just one, just one C, yeah. yeah. Nice, okay, fair yeah. enough. Perfect coming into winter in Australia. Mostly, mostly because we moved away from black. Ah. The the colours were better in this other thing of shirt. I see. So Fair enough. Just just wait, just wait. They're out soon. If you turn up on Saturday, you'll be able to buy one. Thanks, <laughs> everyone. Uh, my, my game next time. Correct. Friday let's, night. Let's have a seamless transition. Transported you <laughs> <laughs> to the MCG on Friday night. This is footy with Keelan. Oh my god! <laughs> um, uh, just quickly, uh, thanks to Matt for this lovely line. How sickening for Jeremy, uh, which is a reference to uh, Jeremy Howe's injury um, when he tried to fly to the moon. Uh, and then came down on one of his arms oh, and yeah. happened to invert his elbow a touch. <clears throat> Pretty rough looking. I'm surprised that headline wasn't on like the front of the age the next day or oh, something no, no, like no. that to be perfect. <laughs> or the back, I should say, the back page of the age the next day. Definitely. Yeah. Um, it was nice though. Both teams got around him um, as he exited the field. Mm. It was mm. a nice little moment of sportsmanship. Mm. Um, but now into the, the real jokes. Um, I've got a new segment called X-Hawks Thriving. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, <laughs> Isaac Smith has resumed his form from last season, keeping the consistent form of a good old packet of Smith's crinkle-cut chippies. He kicked a lovely goal and accompanied it with 21 disposals. I miss him dearly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, grumpily, I do have to mention Tom Mitchell as well. Uh, who seems to have slotted into the Collingwood lineup nicely. He grabbed the ball 21 times as well, along with 11 clearances and 14 contested possessions. He must be loving, loving life just around the corner. Uh, he managed to kick two goals for his first game with the club, which is um, 40% of his total from the Hawks last season. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, when he, he only kicked five last season. He doubled his output of in one game. First three years of Hawks football. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. Um, I didn't want to do the maths on all of his seasons with the Hawks. I was worried I was going to get really sad. <laughs> um, my favourite uh, moment of this match um, was Ollie Henry, or as I have typed here, Ollie O Henry. Um, whoopsies. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, obviously moved to Geelong. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. From Collingwood. Uh, and he happened to kick one against his old club uh, to the sound of the MCG in a harmony of booze. Sounds about right. Uh, his celebration, um, I can't type at all. Holy God. His celebration uh, to the crowd had, I can't hear you written all over it. Um, 
but unfortunately uh, for him, shortly after, he couldn't hear um, big Tom Hawkins and uh, Brad Close, even though they were up close, when they were yelling at him, man on, as he was dashing towards the goal square for a certain goal. His golden opportunity for another goal was thwarted by Darcy, who just w- must have wanted it more. More? <laughs> <laughs> because he slipped over to allow the opportunity on goal and then still had the guts to chase down the ex-pie and absolutely kill him in the goal square. <laughs> Uh, Ollie did end the game with two goals, but his ex-Pies teammates had uh, definitely won the mental game. The whole game actually kind of felt like the little Ollie Henry thing. Um, Geelong were looking good and held the lead for the majority of the game, but um, in form, Collingwood pulled them back and kicked eight straight goals, three in the third, and then only f- uh, and then five goals in the last term, which were the only goals for the quarter. Mm. Um my riding needs work. Uh, sorry, boys. <laughs> bit rusty. Just, uh, bit rusty. Just very rusty. Um, that was the first one I did. It's tough when you're and reading off a Kindle as well. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh. the Google Docs app for Kindle isn't the best. It's an iPad. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Collingwood, 1671-103. Jesus Christ, that was Geelong. Geelong, 1671-103. Collingwood, 1911-125. Oh, you should be sent for a... <laughs> Should be sent for a couple of laps for that performance. Holy shit! <laughs> the most important thing um, is that Ollie Henry looked like an absolute goose. He did. <laughs> he was slaughtered in front of all those people. Oh, he made eye contact with like seventy-five crowd members and then got absolutely torn to pieces <laughs> by Darcy Moore. Not only does he already fit in immaculately with the cat side, yep. been the pretty boy that he is, mm, in fact. Mm-hmm. But he celebrated. Out, his celebration was outrageous for a penalty ten meters out <laughs> the front of the goal. <laughs> <laughs> good, good job, champ. <laughs> yeah. Well, someone's got to give him a double wrister because no one else is. May as well be himself. <laughs> yeah. True. 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 Yeah. He's um. He's he's taken the the penalty <laughs> in in football in it terms and. Double slide kicked the corner flag into a billion pieces. <laughs> Eat your heart out, Jamie Vardy. <laughs> oh, man. Um, up next, we've got the first game of Saturday. North versus West Coast Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I don't think that was anyone's... Re- Maybe North supporters. <laughs> We're going to have to put the cover back on this thing when we record, I think. <laughs> it was an ironic air horn, big, all right? Massive piece of tape that says, do not touch over all the sound buttons. <laughs> we'll just remove the sound. It's all good. This past Saturday, the 18th of March, at Disney Presents Marvel Stadium, North Melbourne made their presence felt, shaking the Docklands from its Middle Eastern stranglehold on late-night cuisine. <laughs> It's going somewhere. The Tuscan Raiders of Melbourne. Now, that's not a racist joke. It's a Disney joke. Because, you know, they're the sand people of Star Wars. <laughs> the Tuscans thought they were safe, seeing as the Greek Orthodox faith is currently recognizing Lent to remember Jesus' suffering as he wandered 40 days through the desert in prayer. But much to their dismay, the people of Disney Presents Marvel Stadium only wanted one thing and one thing only. And despite the moral conflict of faith versus fortune, the Greek and Greek fusion hipster deconstructed meals, it's just a salad, isn't it? (laughs) 
Anyway, they were happy to oblige. Mr. Papadopoulos of Melbourne was slinging out Savlaki's faster than Jesus's sleight of hand as he changed out jugs of water for wine. Nick Suvlaki <laughs> was with a perfect six goals and zero behinds on the night. We don't have to tell you how good LDU is, but of course we do. <laughs> He's amazing. And the game was no exception as he racked up 32 disposals. Luke surprisingly was outshined by number three draft pick, Harry, no sheasel dust on his mitts, who accrued 34 disposals, the most from a debut player in over four decades. She's Louise. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's good. North Melbourne were hot, hot, hot and shot out of the gate, firing six unanswered goals. Brilliant start to the game. And sure, we could talk about the Eagles' late surge in the fourth. Final score, <laughs> North 87, Eagles 82. <laughs> if you want full game recaps, you're not getting them here. <laughs> Uh, don't skip ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Is it you or me? Because I'm assuming it's you, right? Uh, I believe it's me. I think we go in a sort of rotating thing. A mm, bit of a rotation. Mm, yes. i got my iPad ready, though. So Fair enough. Oh. Uh, Sheehul's pretty handy. He was. Yeah, he looked good. Uh, it is actually you. Oh, I just put my iPad down. And he seems like he wants to be there, unlike a certain horny boy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't skip ahead. Who, um, surprisingly, couldn't get his hand on the balls very much. Oh. Mm. Interesting. He can play, though. Uh, don't skip ahead, but he got plenty of balls. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, I will be covering uh, the Port Adelaide Football Club versus the Brisbane Lions at Adelaide Oval uh, from last Saturday. Okay. <laughs> Proceed. Ex-Hawk Watch. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Jack Gunston, two goals. This is a fresh, raw injury. Um, uh, that, the wound is fresh. That's pretty tough to see, actually. And I miss him. Uh, that's all. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Uh, no, but turns out Jason Horn Francis can actually play football. The ex Roo has started his port career strong, kicking a goal in the first term, which he totally was just aiming for the goal square, and it just happened to oh, yeah. go through. But it was it was a big kick, to be fair. One step, Joe Rogan did. <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe Rogan would have cleared it into the fucking upper tier from there. <laughs> Uh, he uh, ended the game with a cheeky 25 touches, fourth highest on ground. Uh, and while we're touching on Port's new recruits, Junior Rioli uh, had a fl- was flying high after uh, jumping off his flight in from Perth, and he took a huge leaping specky uh, before juking the man on the mark for his second goal. An absolute treat to watch. It was so rude. <laughs> the play on and then the... Yeah, it was really nice. Just... um. Go watch that one. I'm not going to be able to do it justice talking. This is an audio medium. I can't play the clip. Was it um, was it Junior Rioli who took uh, possibly a Mark of the Year nomination that wasn't a Mark in that game? That's the one. Oh, uh, that was the one, was it? The, yeah, the, he, non, he, he, the he, non-Mark Mark well, of the Year? Well, when he when he fell 20 metres out of the sky... And the dropped ball, the ball on the, his way down. The, <laughs> the ball popped out. 
Um, but it was paid, so I called it. Was it, paid. I called it was it a mark. paid. Yeah, 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 it was paid. By definition, it was a mark. Technically, <laughs> a mark. And if you're on the field at the time and argued about it, you would have had a. You would have had a stern bit talking a, to bit of a stern by talking one to. of the four on-field officials. Ooh. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, uh, in the descent watch, we had an absolute treat from Charlie Dickhead Dixon, who thought one descent call wasn't enough and gifted uh, Danny Rich a 100-metre pen from two consecutive descent calls. What a treat. Uh, a quick 50 plus 50 so in lovely. round one. I'm pretty sure he, he kicked a goal too, possibly. Can't remember. I mean, 100 metres, you're getting pretty close. It was surely. pretty much on his defensive 50. I think it was a goal. Um, You'd have he to was, He was into the third tier with the 100 metre pen, I think. so. With Rich kicking it, no yeah, doubt. Rich yeah. has a boot too. Um, quick, is, if you get given a 100 metre penalty, does that count as 100 metres gained on your stats? Absolutely. It should. <laughs> because... <laughs> They hi- in the AFL.com recap, they highlighted that he made like eleven hundred meters gained in the in the recap or something. And I was like, that is outrageous. But <laughs> was a hundred meters of that free? Surely. Yeah. Surely. He's got he's got double anyone else on the ground. <laughs> and for it the record, uh, Daniel Rich, one goal none. So I would say he probably kicked it. I think he did, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. He wouldn't have been up the up the front any any time after that. Um, but yeah, sorry. After a uh, tight first half with the lead going both ways, uh, Port turned it around in a huge second half, scoring 13 goals five to Brisbane's three goals three. This smashing second half was led by a huge third quarter from Jason Horn Francis. He had a large 10 disposals with three clearances and five inside 50s in the third quarter alone. Ooh. Can play football. Unfortunate, Matty. Sorry. Confirmed. No, it's fine. Um, for the for the game, though, he had the game high with 10 inside 50s and 11 score involvements. What a guy. Great to watch on a decent football team. <clears throat> However, Chris Fagan uh, didn't actually help the Lions' defensive efforts very much. He selected a shorter back line uh, to stack up against the tall forwards of Port, um, which really allowed um, his back line to uh, let Port get 24 um, to six of the marks inside 50. Jeez, that's pretty handy. That's, that's brutal. That's, yeah, really rude. Well, uh, <laughs> one of Port's tall timbers topped the scoring. Marshall, the sharpshooting cowboy by Salty Season, out now on all your favorite uh, streaming <laughs> platforms, took eight marks and kicked four goals. Uh, his four goals contributed heavily to Port's 54-point victory, totaling 18-18-126 to Brisbane's 11-6-72 and absolutely continuing to fuck my tips. Yep, definitely. 18-18 is massive. That could have Huge. been a pumping. Yeah. It was. It already was, and it could have been much worse. Uh-huh. Where was old mate Pal the Peppers? Uh, reasonably quiet on the scoring front. One goal, two maybe? Yeah, I'm surprised. There's a few teams this season that have uh, pretty tall forward lines. Mm. Ooh, Them, yeah. Bulldogs are quite tall. The Suns are very tall. I didn't Cats. realize um, cats are a tall forward. Yeah, line. yeah. Marshall's like literally two meters tall. Yeah, it's like yeah, one ninety eight yeah. or something. Far so out. round up. Um, yeah, you'd round up at that. You just yeah. say two meters. You, you do. It's no one. There's not many people taller than you, and yeah. the people shorter than you definitely aren't going to know. They don't know where the top of your head finishes because they can't <laughs> see. <it. laughs> I, I think he's also bulked up a touch as well. 
Mm. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he looks probably. more comfortable there. Um, but to answer your question, Pal Pepper didn't really. He wasn't the feature of any of the any of the highlights or anything. But man, when he just popped in, just a little sprinkle here and there of Pal Pepper, and it's just great. The fend, yeah. the, the breaking tackles. Mm. Yeah, he's there. Mm. Too bad he plays for Port, but real yeah. shame. Yeah, real shame. <laughs> He could be a fan favorite, I think. He could be. He could be like a like proper cult hero player. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. sucks to see but a, a Rioli also playing for Port because it's like, oh fuck, yeah. way to bring down that family, hey? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. <sighs> All right, Matty. First one of the Saturday night games. You're up. D's versus dogs. Indeed. Ooh. Ooh. They say all dogs go to heaven, but in this case. The Western Terriers fell straight into the bowels of hell. Melbourne's Cozzy picketed right up from last season, bagging four goals and 19 disposals to help the Demons dismantle the Dogs. He also laid a huge torpedo-like assault against Australia's most handsome mullet man, Bailey Smith. <laughs> Cozzy, a.k.a. I didn't mean to line him up, stop, jump shoulder first, straight into his noggin. It was an accident. Pickett <laughs> was dropping bodies like Bill Cosby oh. as he knocked all the remaining coke out of Bailey Smith. <laughs> Smith jumped straight back up to fans' disbelief, but I guess the blokes built a tolerance for bumps. <laughs> Cosby will be in good company this coming week with Lance. I accidentally didn't see Sam Collins in time because, bros, the game was moving really quick and I didn't have time to not line him up and power my shoulder <laughs> through the side of his face because I was contesting the ball, you see. Franklin, as they both watch from the sidelines thinking lousy actions and their inescapable consequences. <laughs> Demons Stephen May have been stressed reading the lineup for the doggies forward pack. But the little nippers couldn't muster anything other than some ankle biting against the D's powerful backline. Things didn't look much better elsewhere in the field for the dogs. Bulldogs big man Liam Jones suffered an injury and made his way to the sidelines. A uh, bit of an awkward clash he had, sort of in a ruck contest, but between team mm. as well. A little bit awkward. Hopefully he's okay. Sadly, without the help of Al-Qaeda, or perhaps the Bush family... Luke Bevy found himself unable to deal with the Twin Towers in Maximus Gorn and Brodimus Grundy, who blocked out the sun and each bagged a goal in the 2023 season opener. Final score, <laughs> D's 115, Dogs 65. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for uh, adequately covering the, uh, the Buddy Franklin hit. I did not put it in my recap. <laughs> Oh my god! They are twin towers, though. That is lethal. Yeah, it oh, is. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. I didn't watch that game. I wish I did now. You know what's great is that there's a there's been a pivot of Matt's storylines for this season. <laughs> so it sounds like we're we're moving away from uh, uh, <laughs> Not a, modern no. history, world wars, oh, and and tapping into <laughs> uh, ancient history and biblical tales. <laughs> More on that in my next recap. Okay, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and to the game that uh, Matt was not in attendance for and uh, does not have a membership for, unlike two-thirds of the podcast. Oh. Huh. 
Bad look. That's crazy. Tough look. <laughs> it's so cheap as well. Is it really? Practically giving them away at this point. How much yeah, were we talking? Mine was well, like 100 and 130 or something for six games, 120 bucks. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, And you don't have to pay it straight away. You oh. pay it over the season. Yeah. Oh, it's like yeah, afterpay, yeah. but it seemingly never ends. <laughs> <laughs> it's afterpay, but they keep going and just like, restart it again automatically next season. They do, actually. They yeah, do. Yeah. I think I might up my tier next season. I'm unsure. I'll you have know, to look into it. You know what was really tough for me was... Uh, December just before Christmas. Oh no. And I got docked for two lots of fifteen tickets. Fifteen ticket memberships, which were three hundred and ten dollars each. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> I don't think I want this membership this season. And they were like, okay. Let us know what you want and we'll refund you the rest. Oh nice. Oh, yeah. Good move. They were pretty quick about it too, luckily, but I was like, ah, oh, that happened. Great. <laughs> Sam, we can't afford Christmas dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, Saturday night primetime clash, and the boys had boots on the ground, uh, literally with a bit of kick to kick. Oh, didn't actually pack the boots though, so not semi literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you call any sort of shoes boots, that's for you. <laughs> <laughs> to do without what you <laughs> The Suns were looking to open their accounts at the newly named Heritage Bank Stadium against the Swans, who were looking to go one better after, might I uh, mention something that may not be mentioned before, a drubbing in last year's grand final. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just part of the big J (laughs) journalism (laughs) at this point. The the conditions were sweltering, and with the extra moisture, the footy was slipping around like a bar of soap on the floor of the change room showers. (laughs) Giga Chad Warner was glistening, collecting mm. a match-high 30 disposals, and Tuke Miller worked up a hard-earned thirst with 29 touches of his own. All right. Matt was rocking and rowling in the middle with nine clearances and 28 disposals. And Franklin added two majors to his 1,000-plus tally, but who's counting anyway? <laughs> I believe I did. You did. You I did. called it 1,001. <laughs> <laughs> Harry showed his cunning ham in slick conditions, sliding up forward for two goals. <laughs> and Ben tried to give the Suns faithful their money's worth, cashing two goals for his own. But the tricky conditions saw the Swans fall afoul to the classy Swans. Gold Coast Suns, 9-7-61. Sydney Swans, 16-14-110. Mm. Tough to watch. Yeah. It was. It was even tougher when there was Swans supporters standing behind us. <laughs> Also very tough. Um, It was very, very, very difficult to watch given the Suns had first use of the footy or could have had first use of the footy pretty much every time. Um, Jared Witt's obviously a lot better than Peter Adams in the ruck, first touch, and it would just slip out of a Suns player's hands Mm. and someone like Giga Chad would just, fist the ball to the open side of the contest where a swan would just be running onto it and swoop onto it with what appeared to be the stickiest mitts in history while the suns were famously dangerous midfield yeah the suns Mm. were grasping at the ball and it was slipping and sliding everywhere and Uh. the swans were just swooping on and picking up like it was nothing and it was like uh, we we should be doing better here (laughs) really tough to watch 
perhaps the silver lining you could hope to take out is that it can't get worse. Bit of a rocky start. It certainly can't get worse. It can always get worse. (laughs) It could get worse, um, but hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully it doesn't. Uh, Jared Witts, 10 clearances. Matt Real, 9 clearances. Tuke Miller, 7 clearances. So you'd think, you know, Sun's probably got first opportunity. Nah, not not really the case. Um, Umpires failed to play, play on advantage at one point. Cost Davis Hollow a goal. That would have, I feel it would have turned the tide. It blew my mind. Right before, was it? It was first before quarter it started, break? It's quarter time? Immediately. Or half? Which one was it? It was immediately before it started getting blown out. <laughs> yeah, it was immediately before a break. Yeah. Uh, and then it all went downhill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goals were hard to come by for the Suns, and they called it back, didn't pay advantage, and uh, yeah, no goal. Not happy. The people that were actually involved in the play played the whistle too as well on both sides. Yeah. Like the def- the defence stayed switched on. Oh. It was just people um, back further towards the swan's end that had just was standing around and stood still. Like, Which well, sort of makes sense because the ball was going the opposite direction anyway. Yeah. Sort of what you do. So that's f- um, Yeah. The only positive was that uh, we got some free records out of it that didn't cost us $6 because they just had a box of open records ready to go. That was unusual. It was weird because I had like six boxes of them sitting there yeah. and no one on the stand. So everyone was helping themselves to a to a record. Kind of funny. Yeah. Um, we were tempted to just set up shop there and start collecting you know, <laughs> gold coin donation. Didn't do it. We should have. We should have. Because at the end of the day, it's, you know, we're not charging full price. No, exactly. So it would have been. Exactly. Fine. And we would have donated it to a charity of our choice. Stormont Beach Foundation. I was gonna say <laughs> I was gonna say the bar. <laughs> Just quietly, beers were expensive. But we did have a sip of the new old Powers. Uh, powers. Yes. Which was quite flavorful. It was quite good. Um a lot of flavour for a lager. Mm. Uh but it was like thirteen dollars or something or twelve dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. That's wild. Yeah. I thought uh I thought a Coke for like six fifty was a lot. Well I don't know what's going on with, with with stadium economy. Because I would have thought two Cokes would still be worth less than a beer. But two Cokes was more than a beer. Mm. Mm. And I feel like I think the beer was like twelve thirty five or something like that for <laughs> was, a cup of beer. It was something silly. Yeah, yeah. But two cokes was thirteen dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. How much is the fighting juice? Uh, oh, rum and coke. Mm. No idea. Didn't buy one. Probably, yeah, probably buy. more. Mm. Probably more. And it's still only one standard drink. <laughs> yeah. The oh, only other geez. thing I was tempted on was the lemon lime bitters Bundy's. Ooh. But at the end of the day, it probably still tastes like Bundy. So it's just like, eh. yeah, 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 probably not. And they're probably, if a beer's twelve dollars something, oh, like twenty two dollars probably, <laughs> <laughs> comfortably. Just quietly, the uh, the chicken and chips was really good. Uh, I, d- I didn't partake in the chicken yeah chips. the 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 chicken itself. They were like huge nuggets that were almost like mini Kievs. Like oh. They were they were quite delicious. It was twelve fifty for a chicken and chips, which is it was mm. like five bits of chicken, maybe five large chicken nugs and a tray of chips. Still overpriced, yeah. but it was good. Yeah. Late shit list. 
very late, I know. Mm. The catering, though, because they didn't have a single fucking sausage roll ready. Oh, oh yeah. Because all oh. our listeners all our listeners got At there the early and took my takes and got the sausage rolls instead. Yeah. Everyone knows, thanks to this podcast, you go to the footy and get a sausage roll. Don't get a pie. Sausage roll. And they did. And there was none. It was going to be Save a 19-minute wait on the oven. <laughs> Instead, we had to get a uh, uh, nuclear reactor core temperature pie. I have never felt more distraught. Burnt the roof of my mouth, of course. I was emotionally unstable. I, I, didn't, I didn't have any of the physical effects because I waited a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. I wanted to eat it in my chair. Yep. Um, so it had cooled down a little bit. But yeah, still emotionally... I had thin shorts with thin pockets on Mm. and it was literally (laughs) burning a hole in my pocket. (laughs) Um, 19 minutes to wait at the footy. At at an event. (laughs) Yeah, nothing like waiting for your sausage roll and hearing the fucking first siren go. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, fan of the show, Zach, waited a good five or six for his chicken and chips. Wild. Uh, They just had nothing ready except... Pies. It was really unusual. It was weird. It's not like we were there crazy early or crazy late. Like we were, we had prime, prime yeah. time. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, good seats, so. Hmm. Here's the old general admission. Is that right next to the sunscreamers? Basically the same. Bit going on in there. Bit loud. <laughs> Take, um. They do have a drum. That's wild. A little bit too enthusiastic. <laughs> For my liking. Drumming next to people seems rude. Drumming directly behind them is pretty rude. Yeah. <laughs> Sit at the front if you're going to drum. <laughs> at least you get a bit of reprieve from the Doppler effect that way. <laughs> uh, and we did find out what happens to uh, house captains once they graduate. Um, they run <laughs> they the Sunscreamers. Be- they become <laughs> AFL team cheer squad leaders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. think you can judge a lot about a person's character of by the size of the drum they bring to the footy mm-hmm. and the fact that they've brought a drum at all. <laughs> <laughs> but absolutely. How come there's no rules uh, against oh, there is. what certain people can and can't do? There is, but as long as the AFL approves it, you can bring it in. <laughs> you can't bring in whistles, of course. Oh, thank God. Um, green lasers. Green lasers, yep. Red lasers. Nothing in the nothing in the keeper's eyes sort of stuff. <laughs> um, no beach balls. Yeah, not a fan of beach balls. They were a bit sussy on large heads. They are a bit sussy on large core flute heads, but I'm sure they would get in easier if I put them in through the Sunscreamers' uh, approval process, like they do with their obscenely large flags. <laughs> that does not look fun. That bloke is so sweaty all game. Mm. <laughs> and no one's, there's not enough fans, so it makes sense anyway. There's but plenty of room. There's plenty of room around him. He's got like five or six seats either side of him because he needs it to swing this bloody flag. <laughs> it reaches to the second deck in <laughs> Heritage Bank Stadium. <laughs> Forearms the size of legs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, should we move on to uh, Sunday's games? Yep. Hello. <laughs> yes, Matt, you've got the next game. Wow. Neat. GWS versus 
Adelaide. Another season, another game recap of the Greater Western Sydney Giants. FIFO fumbling their opportunities and embarrassing themselves on national TV. That's right. In round one of the AFL 2023 season, the Giants won. They actually huh? won their first game. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't how, resist. How about that? This isn't your Disney fairy tale. This isn't your mama's bedside story. This is one of those weird, spooky German folklore tales where little Tex Walker climbed up the beanstalk to steal the golden goose and was met by a menacing giant named Tom who picked the little boy Tex up and ripped his head off like a two-year-old child <laughs> in the presence of a pit bull. 11 goals to four in the second half, to be more precise, for you stats nerds and Love it. people who enjoy <laughs> AFL and want to know what's going on with the <laughs> game. The most basic stat you can give someone is goals. Tom Green showed a little more character than Captain Toby in this epic comeback. Exactly one character more, displaying that the additional letter to his surname isn't just for show, as he amassed 37 disposals in the first round. Fans of two-metre-tall, Caucasian, blonde, blue-eyed, athletic men were spoiled for choice in this bout, as the Himmelberg brothers both took to the field in this epic clash. Getting a little niche here, perhaps but suckers for German commercial passenger-carrying rigid airships were delighted to see Harry Hindenburg flying through the sky, avoiding catastrophe like a certain somber event in May 1937. There it is. As he glided effortlessly through the clouds to take a perfect sitter and potentially mark of the year. Can a sitter be mark of the year? Is that how that works? It certainly... Sitter implies it. Ease. It certainly wasn't a sitter. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> he made it look effortless. He made it look yeah, okay. too easy. Like, it was the perfect mark. That'll, that'll be what loses him mark of the year for that mark. Is he, <laughs> when you land on your feet, you lose half your points for mark of the year. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be a no mark technical mark. <laughs> <laughs> Pops out as you're going down. you three juggle between... <laughs> Between peak and, and fall. Uh, I hate that you're right. <clears throat> the Giants' win saw them close a 30-point gap and lead by 16 in 36-degree heat that had North Queensland locals saying, eh, <laughs> is nothing short of inspiring. With the Swans completely humiliating themselves in last year's grand finals, could GWS be the new home side team this season? Highly unlikely. <laughs> Final score, GWS, 106. Crows 90. This game hurt me as my, you know, one of the upsets of the round. Mm. Oh. Watching it fall to pieces in front of me, I'm like, oh, I'm not getting many tips right this weekend, am I? You think you're not getting many tips <laughs> I was watching the game track alive, just watching GWS plow, nose, like nosedive into the ground, thinking, yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, get up to go and get a drink. Come back. They're winning. They listen to the guy from the air traffic controller say, pull up, pull up. <laughs> I think I refreshed the page the tracker was on about four times. Are, <laughs> you, sure, are you sure? <laughs> refuse to believe it. Um, and not to take anything away from GWS, they definitely continued to fight the whole game but this is one of those situations where not only did they play well but Adelaide completely dropped the ball oh yeah um, 
I think yep. you have to when the worm looks looks like that. As it does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a 90 degree climb upwards. It is a U. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly taller on the on the right hand side of the U. Weird font, perhaps. The worst bit was how many giants were going down with cramps or injuries, like concussions and all that. And obviously like Shane McAdam bump. Yeah. Huge. Yep. Um player out for that. He was like I think a second player concussed. But yeah, they had boys falling over needing to stretch everywhere and the crows still couldn't do anything about it. They just imploded completely. You hate to see it. Yeah, well, my tip certainly did, so thanks. Yep. Uh, is my game next? Yes. Cool. Next week, can you put yours in the recap too so I'm not sure. asking like a silly sausage um, whose game's next? Cause I, you know. uh, but yeah, I'll move along rapidly to uh, Hawks versus Essendon at the MCG on Sunday. Matt would have loved this recap. The Bombers blitzing the Hawks, surely giving him a lot to work with for a <laughs> World War II-themed recap. Uh, but alas... I must cover Hawthorne's crushing start to the season. And so I must press on. <laughs> Albeit with uh, with a positive spin on things, uh, don't expect anything Essendon related for the next couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the Hawks were looking to be in the contest early and then the goals started flowing halfway into the first. With Fergus Green scoring uh, his first goal for the Hawks and his first goal since 2018. Welcome back. <laughs> Carl Amon had me saying, come on, on the couch when he scored his first for the club, uh, with Chad Wingard following up shortly after with a goal of the season contender, stepping around Essendon defenders like they were, cardboard cutouts and slotting home the goal. Luke Bruce got himself uh, in for mark of the season. Interesting. I don't remember, uh, I don't remember writing that. <laughs> Uh, ticking, <laughs> ticking the box for one of my snag bagarinos afterwards. Uh, unfortunately, Kashitsky couldn't bag himself one though, so um, just the just the one correct, I believe. Uh, uh, a CJ goal was the only thing that stopped the Hawks from an entire two goalless quarters of footy. Uh, with Bruce and Hard Wick reigniting the Hawks uh, supporters with a little um, two goals each at, in the fourth quarter. At this point, though, Anthony McDonald, Tipper Woody, had been subbed on 588 days since the last game uh, and kicked a goal with his first kick. The Essendon supporters so loud that the consolation cheers from the Hawks supporters were mere chirps in the background. The Hawks uh, f- finished the game 9-11-65. Oh, man. That is all. <laughs> Tough. Yeah, not a great first hit out for the Hawks. Not a great first hit out for me on the recaps either. Um, <laughs> my my grammar uh, doing me no favours, and I literally left myself a blank there that I was going to fill in with a joke, and then I did uh, notice a blank, and I was like, "Interesting, what's he going to put here?" That was one of my better sentences too. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it on the fly, though. Yeah, you managed to fill it well enough. Yeah, that was the cardboard cutouts joke. Um, Thanks, everyone uh, at home. Give me one of these. (laughs) Sorry. I'm... (laughs) Don't mean to put any salt in the wound. Oh, please don't. um, I'm I'm impressed for uh, Biosinen's performance and certainly, I think, well-deserved. Yeah, they've been on the bottom for a while and... 
with all that controversy stuff that happened a few years ago, a mm. little bit, got a bit of a ribbing. But I hate that they have Brad Scott in the helm. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I want Essendon to succeed, but him to fail. I feel I can't have both. Um, yeah, probably not. Mm. Probably not. Uh, I wouldn't overreact to a win over Hawthorne this season too much, though. Just quietly tipped as wooden spooners by most pundits. They're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> so you may get uh, a, a lose-lose. Uh, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> Hey, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, to wrap up the round, under the dome, the Saints played host to the Dockers at their home away from home, the marvellous Dockland Stadium. Frio's Sergeant Schultz was locking everything down with three majors and everything was anchored around Luke Ryan and his 39 touches. But the Saints weren't going to be pushovers under the reappointed Ross Lyon Crouch making a solid stand for 30 disposals and reinforced by Jack Steele's 28 touches. Mason helped St Kilda get the wood over the Dockers with two fourth quarter goals and Mitch Owens, the Saints, go marching in, (laughs) got the team song started with two goals of his own. Once again, Isaac's curse of picking against the Saints continues. St Kilda, 10-7-67, Fremantle Dockers, 7-10-52. So we've set the precedent this season. Just tip against Isaac. <laughs> Unfortunately for Keelan this week. I did not. He did not in the Saints matchup. Yep. Well, to be fair, um, me and Matt sent our tips to the chat so you can do the graphic and I didn't get to see your tips. Normally, yes. you know, I'll be able to change now though. It's already been posted on socials. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I have to come back from my three tips last week. Oh, no, you've got to overtake my four. That's going to be so hard. <laughs> you'll be you'll be surprised. <laughs> Given everyone else's form in the EPL tip, and I've, I've had some bad weeks and no one's gotten anywhere near me, so. <laughs> All right. Weird flex, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, quick shoe in recap. Maddie had North, winner by five points. Congratulations. Uh, Thank you. Don't Ke- make a habit of it. Keelan had Geelong, uh, loser. Mm. I had the Dockers, loser. Mm. Tough. I don't like how you're presenting this, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> Just be a little nicer about it next time, maybe. I'm also in the loser category. Yeah, but like, you know, be like, uh, you know. And a quick snag bag as not, recap. Not winner, maybe, next time. Not winner. <laughs> <laughs> quick snag bag as recap. Uh, ben King, one goal. Josh Corbett didn't play. My selections, uh, Maddie Zerha had two. Larky had a uh, quick half dozen. Easy to like. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> uh, Keelan had Bruce and Kishitsky mm. with none. Yeah, but Bruce got like three, so that's yeah, all yeah, that's even that's out. Even yeah, 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 yeah. Quick yeah. math. Yeah, doesn't help your multi, but like you know, no, <laughs> take him as singles. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a, yeah, if you're a smart better exactly. and uh, you placed nothing but singles, you're welcome. <laughs> Were they hot singles in your area or pretty spicy? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you certainly bagged them all in for the uh, multi, aka the killer, 
mm. the gambler's curse. Mm. Yeah, you're uh, you're out of luck. <laughs> Does it do not play uh, rule them out from a, a bet if you place it on them? Uh, uh, yes, if it's if the market's up and then they don't play, they just void the bet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, for example, I would have been the only person that let down any gamblers from our snag baggers last week. Correct. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, that word was so much worse than fuck. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you'll, you'll never know. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel about Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably a nice guy. He seems very happy. <laughs> no comment. All right. Uh, Quick, quick recap of the round. Uh, new coach bounce. I thought we just did a recap. Yeah, but just a highlighting four out of four wins for new old coaches back in ah. coaching positions. Yep. Um, probably should have clued onto that and tip those t- tip, tip those teams. <laughs> Would have been slightly helpful. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Not ideal. Don't tip it next week, though. Bounce back's over. Yeah, you missed it. Tip against them, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. They're back on the way down now. That's mm. how bounces work. So four new coaches. New old. Have, or new old. Mm. Mm. That's pretty It's pretty wild. So obviously it's Brad Scott. Yep. And Clarko. Clarko. Clarko, yep. It's and two it's, others. It's counting uh, Kingsley, the Giants coach, who was interim coach last season. Okay. Oh, okay. Fair uh, enough. And Ross Lyon, who has coached oh. St. Kilda and... Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. On to the round two tips. Just the tips. Just the tips. Uh, Obviously, everyone's seen this on Instagram already, Mm -hmm. so we'll just um, speed run it. Absolutely. Tips are already out for the boys. Um, The leaderboard is up on Instagram as well. It's not good. It's not good for me and Keelan. Uh, Maddie's on seven. I'm on four. Keelan's on three for the season after round one. Fighting for last place already. Yeah. And Geelong are currently down. Yeah, tough. <laughs> anyone <laughs> anyone going to uh, pick Geelong as their shoe-in of the week this week? <laughs> Man, that'd be ballsy. Uh, oh, that'd be funny. You don't get any extra prize. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it. It's not like a live bet. <laughs> Can I phone it in it uh, in the fourth quarter? <laughs> We're currently at halftime, 44 to 36. I've for got, all those listening ahead live. I've got my margin set. Geelong, 32 points. <laughs> oh, my God. After you got gifted a no-point different margin on the on the first game tie, that's uh, definitely not going to help you. I'm like a child that hasn't been taught consequences. <laughs> <laughs> I think Here, I did minus 18. Here's some news. Mm. You know how I mentioned before that Tipper Woody got subbed on in the fourth quarter? Yes. Injured. Yeah, not ideal. No. Chad Wingard also injured, so. Yeah, he's out for a few weeks, I think. Yeah. Which Uh, I forgot to mention, but sorry. So we've all picked Geelong over Carlton? Oh, surely. (laughs) (laughs) Surely? (laughs) It's fucking, it's close. Bit of a sweat at the moment. Early days. Early days, yeah. Plenty of time, plenty of time. Uh, the refs haven't come out yet. <laughs> they, <they're> we <laughs> haven't been watching. We've got no idea. They, yeah, yeah. they still got them up their sleeve. Yeah. Uh, I've got 
Brisbane. I also have Brisbane. I'm backing Melbourne. That's got the D's. Oh, I forgot. <sighs> That the Gabatois though, yeah, tough place to play. I know, and but they'll be without Cozzy, and Lions will be on the bounce back too after getting smashed last week. But I think Melbourne are just too in form and mm. too powerful right now. I don't think they're going to go away. Yeah, they have won a hundred percent of their games this season. <laughs> That's fair. It is tough. It is tough. But no, I'm picking. I'm basically I picked Gabatois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sensible. Yeah. Uh, pies over port at the MCG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sh- yeah, sure. Mm. For the culture. Yep. I've also, uh, to the listeners of last week's episode, I believe Collingwood could make a finals appearance. Mm. So I thought, well, I've got to tip them. Based on their week one performance, probably true. Not a bad showing. Semi-likely. But uh, if port slot another 36 kicks... In one game? Hard to beat, yeah. Yeah. Mm. We'll see. Yeah, Darcy Moore, though. Not bad. Oh, man. He killed Ollie. Mm. Yeah, and it was Collingwood so did get satisfying. 30 of their own, so that's pretty handy. Yeah. But, um, first, first clash of the uh, of the prison bars for the season. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be a tough watch. Yeah. <laughs> Hard for the older viewers that still have black and white tellies. <laughs> which How are you team still is analog TV? <laughs> which team's black with white stripes and white with black stripes? <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, I'm on <clears throat> Richmond over the Crows. Yeah. yeah. I think Richmond are the better team on paper. <laughs> where, fam- where footy is famously played. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think Adelaide surely are going to be hard out from last week's performance, going down the way they did mm. and playing in the heat. Yep. They may not have adequately recovered yep. Yep. in yep. time. That's what I'm banking on. Mm. Definitely think Richmond's a better team there. Uh, much to Maddie's pleasure, I'm on the Bulldogs over St. Kilda at oh. Marvel. <laughs> Keon's <laughs> also on the Bulldogs. Might change. This one was soft. soft. <laughs> um, I don't think the 76-24 is fair as the spread apparently on the app. Mm. I think this is way closer of a coin flip game. If the Saints play how they did last week. Oh, definitely. This could be this could be very, very close. I mean, the Bulldogs got thumped last week. Yeah. Um, but Melbourne's very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, mm. you know. I'm I'm undecided. I'm going to stick for now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the Dockers at Optus yeah. against North Melbourne. This I'm, one killed me. I'm I, on the Dockers. First time in in Matt betting, tipping history, I've tipped against North Melbourne. Mm. I came to the conclusion that, uh, as Isaac has taught me, to hedge your bets. Mm. If Freya win. This is an emotional hedge. You get the tip. Yeah. Not, you get something. You get something. But if you lose the tip, North Melbourne win. Exactly. How I'm good. Big time emotional hedge here. Uh, but bet with your head, not over it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's had Optus in it. Yeah, exactly. Lo- long flight from Melbourne. Yeah. Although. I also have Freya. Uh-huh. 
Well, no, actually. So hopefully they continue to force Nat Five full forward because that worked that out a treat for them. Abysmal. <laughs> Just put him back in the middle of the ground. No, no, no. Christ maybe next sake. week. Maybe next. Try, try it one more week. <laughs> St. Kilda's a good team. Obviously, it didn't work against them. Maybe, maybe <laughs> see if we can brush up on a on a worse team. Nine touches, one behind. Goo. Yeah, not a great game. Uh, Sydney are hosting the Hawks. <laughs> Speaking of emotional hedging, <laughs> I have tipped Sydney. I've also tipped Sydney. Oh yeah, it's at the SCG. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was my only deciding factor, is that it was a Sydney home yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To- toss up otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> Dollar 08. It's not even worth betting on. Shout out to the 3% of points bet fans. <laughs> Absolute diehard hawks. You stupid. <laughs> it's not that I'm not a diehard hawk supporter. It's that You're I just tipped three last them. week. Yeah, I have yeah, yeah. To, I have to do better. Keelan can't afford to do a lot of upset picking for the next few weeks. I feel I just got to settle in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My upset was the Lions. That's as that's as risky as I'm getting. Mm. The twenty cent upset. Yeah. <laughs> Under underdog at home, you got to take it. Yeah. Uh, all right, and Bombers hosting the Suns. I've tipped Essendon. <clears throat> but I don't love it. I'm back in the Suns. Uh, I'm not taking much out of the Bombers' win over the Hawks last week. Why not? Sorry, because uh, Hawks are terrible, <laughs> <laughs> and and I think the Suns bounce back after getting flogged. Mm. Uh, it should be very dry inside Marvel Stadium, so that will help with holding on to the ball. Hopefully, not for too long, and actually disposing of it correctly. And Lockie Well is back for the Suns. Mm. And they've also named uh, Alex, Heston, uh, Alex Sexton and Malcolm Roses Jr. in the squad. So That's going nice. for a smaller forward lineup, it seems. Well, a bit look, more pressure up forward. Um, Essendon's midfield took a little bit to get going last week. Mm. Mm. Hopefully they can do the same again. That would be nice. Um, but I have tipped Essendon. Because mm. as we as we covered, I can't tip <laughs> against the odds. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and final game of the round, uh, Optus Stadium, in for a treat this weekend, two matches. Uh, the Eagles hosting the Giants. Ooh. I, I don't like it, but I've got the Giants. I've got the Giants too. Oh, mm. really? Yeah. I've tipped the Eagles. Hmm. This is Fuck. truly uh, uh, Sunday afternoon. Get ready for work and forget that there's a footy <laughs> match going on sort of game. 5.20pm, so obviously late Perth time. Yeah. Um, um, must miss TV. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, of all the games this round, you could skip this one happily, I feel. You're not so, wrong. So I'm not going to lose sleep over missing <laughs> no, GW and no. Eagles. You'll either watch it and you'll be happy you tipped it correctly. Yes. Or you'll watch it and you'll be fucking furious that you tipped it incorrectly. Yeah, yeah. There's not like, and when I say happy that you tipped it correctly, I mean mildly. 
Yeah, you don't get your time back. It doesn't outweigh the the, the lateness. They they could put this broadcast into the uh, Clockwork Orange scene where he's got the (laughs) eyes pinned open and (laughs) making him watch it. Uh, And shoe-ins, boys. Who have we got? It's got to be Sydney. I'm on Sydney. (laughs) Please don't pick Sydney Killen because it'll lose. (laughs) Mm. Mm. The whole world's about to be on the Sydney Swans. Bookies are going to make a killing. It's it's just... You're right. You are right. Yeah. But it's the Swans at at the the SCG. Big win against the Hawks to shake off those uh, grand final mm. drubbing demons. Yeah. Um, just to be different, then I'll be f- I'll pick Frio. Thank you, I appreciate that. Mm. That hurts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you reckon that hurts? <laughs> <laughs> How the <laughs> do you think I feel? Harry Mackay absolutely just fucking plastered it right across the face of goal. He missed absolutely everything. And as we've discussed, there's between 15 and 20 metres of target <laughs> to hit. <laughs> Wasn't that acute of an angle either. Uh, Good for my tips, though. Keep it up, Chief. Yeah, exactly. Um, Not so good for my tips. Though, any the any thoughts on uh, returning <clears throat> snagbaggers, boys? Um, off the rip, I'm going to go Alex Sexton. I wasn't able to find a lot of the list. Yeah, they only just got released um, mm-hmm. this after, late this afternoon. Oh, okay. Uh, Todd Goldstein listed as an in. He was out last week, was he? Yeah, I'm not sure why, though. Um, he was eligible to play, but just a coaching decision. Selection, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Uh, he'd be coming back in because uh, Jerry's injured now. That'd be yeah. why. But, um, and it good for him to get some reps. Uh, I wouldn't hate backing Goldstein for Ann Goal. He doesn't mind getting forward. He could do some damage mm. against Freo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe maybe chuck him on for a cheeky one. Mm-hmm. Quick scroll through the uh, list, and there's a there's a couple names you could throw out there pretty easy. I think Bailey Fritch. I was feeling D Fort. Yeah, Darcy Fort. That's yep. a that's a pretty decent choice. I'd be backing Fritch for one. Definitely. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. That's that's pretty casual. Is someone writing these down? Sorry, uh, in putting this into sport bet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look. Ah, uh, um, oh, I'm an idiot. Maybe a Matt why do we all why do we all tip Swans when Buddy's out? Mm. There'll be nothing without him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, the odds are still very skewed in this one saver, and Buddy Franklin yeah. is out. Could you imagine the odds if he was in? God fucking damn it. Jake Waterman for the Eagles. Oh, that's a good pick. That's lovely. Yeah. Possibly two. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I definitely. just I just appeared on that game. So that's... um Or even... Yeah, I'd I'd add Guelphie in there as well for the Bombers. He's usually good for one. I'm going to comfortably put one on Goldstein and Fritsch. Hmm. Definitely. I think think that's a pretty good choice. I'm going to back the ones that I previously mentioned. I think it was only D Fort. Yep. Yep. That is all. And Waterman. One apiece 
four picks. Take him as singles. Yep. Uh, good odds oh. on Darcy Foot. $2.30. Let's put Sam Butler oh. in there for the culture. Yeah. Um, Alex Sexton, not on the odds. That's a shame. What's the odds on Sam Butler? Uh, we've closed it now. Yeah, find out. Thanks. Check with your bookmaker of choice. It's probably not good. He's probably not on there either. <laughs> Kerno has just extended the lead for the Blues, so thanks. My tips are fucked. Ooh. All right, AFL news. Matty. Uh, tribunal, CTE, stricter rules, lawsuit, <laughs> class action lawsuit. Good uh, chat. There were certainly a few big bumps. Yeah. Uh, in round one. A uh, couple, of, couple of quick sussies handed out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lance Franklin somehow only got one for his egregious act. On the boundary line, nowhere near the ball, threw an elbow up into it's, the chin. It's pretty bad. Of uh, Sammy yeah. Collins. Um, I, I rewatched it once or twice to sort of... Because you don't want to come firing out of the gates, mm. you know, because the game's moving at game speed, if you will. Yada, yada, they're big guys. But tough look. He, he very clearly lowers the shoulder. He's looking right at Sam. Yeah. And he runs straight through him. Ball's not even really near them. Yeah. You know, going the opposite direction of the ball. Yeah. Um, the most infuriating thing was it happened on the opposite end of the ground, yeah. but you could still see it. Mm -hmm. And approximately seven seconds later, Lance Franklin gets a free kick for a shot on goal. And uh, Sam Collins could have been unconscious on the ground because he was still on the ground at that point. And the officials... Didn't do anything about it. Interesting. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. Uh, AFL cares about concussions, do they? Uh, <laughs> I don't um, recall them ever saying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Love to see it. Not really. I There's a big lawsuit going on. Uh, I actually don't know much about it. If either you guys want to chime in. Uh, it, it's basically just a, a bunch of... Uh, older or former players mm. um, who believe that their concussions at the time weren't handled correctly by the yep. AFL and or team doctors who have put in a class action against them. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's sort of happening in other sports around the world as well, namely the NFL, but uh, rugby league also has a big stand on concussions at the moment because it's a bit of a big deal. Yeah. Um, but it would be very interesting to see what comes out of that uh, given the you know the nature of AFL footy was big hits for a very long time oh and yeah just get on with it and keep playing yeah uh, yeah there's many of uh, many big hits and absolutely confirmed concussions that you can just go <laughs> yeah that's not great and then yeah. the guy sort of wanders to the bench and he comes out like three minutes later back in the day Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 pretty good. All the, all the time. <laughs> Even when there was checks, uh, they weren't as good either back no. in the day because uh, I think it was Jordan Lewis recently um, was talking on a, in, during one of the many shows about football on television. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and he said that 
Yep. Even though he knew he was concussed and he felt drunk, mm. he still tried to prove that he was not match fit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it might have been a concussion from training or something because he was saying he was trying to get into the squad for game day, essentially. Mm. Um, and yeah, he literally felt like he was plastered. Far and out. Still went, did training, did everything. I was like, hmm. But like, if you're in that kind of state and then you get a concussion again, is it not worse as well? Surely. Yeah. Definitely not going to be a, a great thing to deal with later in life if you've no. done that on a contest, uh, consistent basis over your career. Definitely not. Especially if you play for like as long as he did, you know. Yeah, it was around a while. Yeah. Decade plus sort of stuff. Um, Obviously, we saw McAdam got three games, I think, that the Crows were appealing. Mm. Um, Pickett got two. Yeah. Uh, after turning himself into a man missile. Yeah, graded as careless. <laughs> Some would say <laughs> lacking care. I would say he cared enough to lift his fucking feet off the ground. <laughs> it's pretty outrageous. He was literally a heat-seeking missile. Yep. It's hard to watch because you wonder what was going through his head. I want football. Yeah, not not but a like, lot. It was a split-second decision you'd have and to, it was the wrong one. You'd have to hope so. Yeah. Th- that would be the best-case scenario. Mm. It's, one of the, it's one of those things where you, you like it, it's tough to grade it based on the outcome. Yes. And you, it, mm. you cannot do it based on intention Yes. easily. Yes. Because yeah, yeah. You, no. you have to – you're not going to be like, hey, man, did you like think in the moment I'm going to take his fucking head off? Or did you mm. think, oh, I just want to – bump him but my feet came off the ground exactly like whereas like the mcadam one he's definitely been judged on the outcome hence why they're appealing because mm. at a look you'd say the cozy pickets one is way worse mm. um mcadam got him square in the chest and then his head you know as whiplash does then whipped down into his shoulder yeah um but he also did line him up there was intent in it as well like at yeah. a glance i was like that's a pretty solid hit Hit him right in the chest. Mm. Probably not a free kick. And then it was. Mm. Um, actually, I don't even know if it was. I didn't say it. Yeah. Uh, there was a bit of a scrum afterwards. Um, and McAdam didn't want to fight anyone because uh, he thought he had a clean bump. The Giants guy did jump in the air to get a bouncing footy. It's like, yeah, you put yourself in that spot. I can see why he wanted to put a good shot on. Yeah. But uh, under the letter of the law, I guess just wrap your arms now in that spot and you wouldn't get in trouble. But even then, I've seen a couple seasons ago, Isaac Heaney got penalised for tackling someone too hard in like a... He played rugby league growing up and Ah. he pretty much just like scooped his legs in like a rugby league style tackle, like Mm. front on, pinned the ball, scooped his legs and like dumped the guy on his back and he got penalised for, (laughs) I guess, tackling him too hard, giving him the business, if you will. Barely. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, who knows? It's a bit of that mix between... Uh, action and outcome yeah, adjudication, which isn't great. I think because they've uh, – uh, I'm, I'm not sure if it was – I feel like at one point they changed the 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 phrasing behind the grading as well. Mm. I feel like it used they had to be like, like a whole, grade one, two or whatever. Yeah, they had like a whole matrix where they judged <laughs> where things landed in it. Well, they threw a dart. It's very corporate term. And it hit a board. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, they're just like, yeah, cool, it's that. Yeah, yeah. They had their lawyers come up with a matrix for where the, <laughs> <laughs> where the bumps and tackles land. But, uh, like, 
obviously that makes it confusing. Mm. But I think changing it to words like careless or intentional mm. implies a hell of a lot based on the grading. Yes. Because mm. Pickett should probably be punished for longer. You would think so. It might not have been intentional to jump like a fucking man missile. <laughs> Looked pretty intentional to the Might not be eye. entirely intentional. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's uh, like, uh, yeah, it's fucked. Sorry. <laughs> but but either way, uh, the bump may be dead. Yeah, it's safer to not mm. tackle at all. Just outrun people. Just just uh, just corral and apply pressure. <laughs> <laughs> pressure rating <laughs> to be the new tackle stat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Huge. Definitely. All right. Um, NBA. No, something happened. Yeah, uh, there's probably a lot. Uh, honestly, I've I've just been excited that AFL season's mm. back. Mm. To be completely I've honest, a little NBA, but not heaps. Um, heaps. At this point, with how many games are remaining in the regular season, even if he was to get injured or not play any games from here on out, uh, Jokic, one hundred percent, is deserving of. Three-time winning the MVP. Mm. Um, stranger things have happened, as we've seen with Russell Westbrook averaging a, a triple-double mm-hmm. all season long for back-to-back seasons. Uh, he was snubbed from one, so it could happen. But um, even more with Jokic, more so than with Russell Westbrook, he is putting on these triple-double performances sometimes netting triple-doubles within the first quarter of a game uh, and also winning most of the games, leading Denver to the postseason. Mm-hmm. I think they're second or third on the ladder. Um, and it's tough to say because everyone in the NBA is deserving to be there, obviously. Uh, so not really trying to take anything away from the other Nuggets players, but um, it, it's very apparent if you watch a Denver game, Jokic controls the game. Yep. Everyone that plays against them plays their game at his speed. If he if his team need him to make a three, he makes the three. If he needs to get 20 boards, he'll go and do that. Uh, I don't think we've ever seen anyone, certainly in his position, ever play the game like this before. Definitely not. And it's very apparent when he gets off the floor yeah. for a rest. Yeah. Um, I think it he might fall uh, in MVP voters' minds because it's more of the same. Like he's going to be done by that, which yeah. isn't which isn't should isn't how it should be judged. No, it's, it's like for, yeah. If you're more of the same best player in the competition, yeah, yeah, you should probably still be the MVP. You would think so. Um, but yeah, it's that it's the same thing you get with like TV series where if it doesn't keep getting better as you get through the seasons, you think, oh, this is kind of getting crap. Yeah. Even if it just stays at the same level the whole time. Mm. Yeah. That is interesting. I, I think he's going to fall victim to that. Mm. But I, I agree. He absolutely deserves to be MVP. I, th- I don't think, I think you'd be hard pressed to find a stronger case for the most valuable player mm. when you see what he does 
the impact when he's not on the floor, as you said. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. I don't know. There's not really anything else we can say. No, exactly. He's, uh, you know, personally responsible for, what, 40, at least 40 <laughs> points a night for the team, you know. 20 by himself. Oh, at least. And, and then, you know, 10 assists. Conservatively. Yeah. Yeah. 10 assists, but, you know, 40% of those are probably three-pointers. So, yeah. you know, incalculable. At least 40 points a night. At least. Uh, I guess the only other news to talk on is uh, Ja Morant. Is he back yet? I don't know what's going on. Might be back. And soon. honestly... He was back with the team, I saw. He was courtside yeah. in the game. Yeah, yeah. I I try to stay out of this because I personally just don't care. We have our own lives, right? Like, you want to live your life. You should, hopefully, uh, I guess there's a little bit of a PSA to anyone that likes watching anyone, celebrity, actor, musician, whatever, uh, just enjoy them for what they do, really. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care about Jar's personal life as long as he's not hurting anybody and stuff like this. Yep. And I get when you become famous, you get wrapped into this whole thing. So he's not just an NBA player anymore, quote unquote. He's a public image and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been trying to stay out of it. But the things I see popping up in social media all the time, he's missed another game. He's set to miss more games. He's going to a meeting. He's going to counseling or something. And, you know, you start to question a little bit like, what has he actually done? It, well, he's 21 years old or something, right? Mm. And, um, I mean, like, can't the guy at some point just say, hey, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have said a rude word or flashed a gun, which in a lot of states in America it's legal to own. So he could have just been in his house or something. I don't, don't want to get into it, but, like, man, like, you, you're making this guy uh, in his youth who's incredibly good at the sport, miss a ton of games for for what? It Sometimes it feels a bit like these guys sort of just want to exert the power that they have, it feels like. Uh, and it seems like he may not be allowed to play just because people are saying he's not allowed to play. Mm. Or he has to jump through all these hoops and do all these things. Yeah, yeah. I must, must be difficult as a very young person, especially in America, to come into a shitload of money and just oh. be like, well, I guess I'm a adult now. Killed been assaulted by a moth. Ah. Um, yeah, you can't even imagine. With with more money than, not you can spend, but yeah, 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 essentially, yeah. especially, you know, uh, franchise player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, more money than God sort of thing. It must be just <laughs> mentally, just absolute nightmare to deal with if you don't have like the network of people to help you deal with it correctly without a doubt yeah shack that and the frame and stuff like that business manager yeah exactly (laughs) yeah exactly i got mad at the bentley guys i bought three yeah (laughs) yeah when he spent whatever it was five mil in three months or something something that was his whole check for the year after taxes even (laughs) something every time a musician or a performer dies from a drug overdose. Mm. Tragic. Uh, tragic. And maybe people will say it's uh, mental health or mm. something like this. Mm. But drugs are expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and most of us will never achieve a wealth that these guys have ever. Yep. Like not even in your wildest dreams. 
And I bet if we asked most of the people in Australia what's one of the worst memories they have of a weekend or something, everyone's probably at least got one story or instance where they went out and bought a pizza, they got some ice cream, got a Pepsi, bought another Pepsi, ate so much food they felt sick, threw up on themselves <laughs> at least once in their life. Now, you do the best you can because the regular person can afford a pizza and a Pepsi and some ice cream. Mm. But if you could afford $10,000 of sweet fentanyl <laughs> or methamphetamines and you just keep downing it, feeling as good as you are, happy mm. as Larry, and then you don't wake up in the morning, well, yeah, it's tragic. But most of us don't have access to that. I've also never thrown up on myself because I ate so much pizza. <laughs> and ice cream. And Pepsi. The ice cream would have an effect at the other end. <laughs> Tell you what, last year actually, I was so close to doing exactly what you said, but from a beer. Well, yeah. Friday night, I'm there. I've got my uh, Domino's, you know, two pizzas, two sides on yeah. a deal. Sam was out. So, obviously, I ate one and a half pizzas and a whole garlic bread and yeah. a whole cheesy garlic bread to myself. Yeah. And I crack my second beer and I start drinking it. <laughs> and it was so overcarbonated. like, And I swallowed it and it just instantly made me feel like I was going to vomit because I knew it was, yeah. like, going to come back up yeah. sort of thing. And yeah, I guess I rushed out of the room to the bathroom and I was like, I think this is actually going to make me vomit right now and I'm going to have wasted like $40 of pizza. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't. And then, yeah, I poured my beer out into a glass. 99% head when I poured it. <laughs> the, the gas of like a whole keg of beer came out of my can <laughs> somehow. <laughs> well, I guess... Uh, the the condensed version of my rambling would be the average person might make a mistake, but they just don't have the means to make a fatal mistake. Yes, correct. <laughs> they can't afford to make a fatal mistake. <laughs> you think, I could write myself off with a full bottle of whiskey, but I have to go to work the next day. And it's my only bottle. Yeah. <laughs> but if you have $100 million and you have 20 bottles... And they just keep bringing you bottles, despite you explicitly asking, now nah, I've got enough. And they go, nah, well. It's part of the partnership <laughs> that we have. <laughs> and you take away the money and you're still a human being, 21 mm. years old, experiencing things everyone does. Your favorite EPL team loses that weekend. Well, guess I'll just have a drink. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. In, instead of losing twenty dollars, you've lost twenty thousand. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but then the whole other side of it too would be um, the, the really obvious one: the social media aspect. Mm. Like you're absolutely lying to yourselves. Like human history, or like people weren't worse or better, or people are getting worse. People were always the same, but there was no social media mm. in, in the nineties. Like some famous uh, European handball player could have finished his match, put his sweaty towel around his neck, walked outside. I could probably still do this now, actually. Yeah, no get, one's get getting away with this. this. Yeah. <laughs> walked outside and just grabbed a fan by the chest, mm. caressed both her breasts, and gone, thanks. 
But now someone's filming it. <laughs> and you're done. Well, yeah. I mean, back in the day, you could probably just pay the major news outlets to not run the story. Definitely. Too, yeah, yeah. Definitely. You could yeah, pay yeah. me to not run a story if I got a video of you, but you got to be quick. <laughs> I'm posting that the second I've recorded it. You're three clicks away from posting. Yeah. He's got to be very quick with the money. Yeah. Don't bother bargaining. Just give me the mill. <laughs> Finger hovering over the button. He's got the shocked look in his face. You <laughs> yell at him, how much money do you have? Funny one. Sorry, mate. All right. Quick touch on the uh, NHL ice hockey. Uh, Alex Ovechkin has passed Wayne Gretzky for most 40-goal seasons in NHL history. Oh. Now with 13. The worst bit is after they score a goal, they play a siren <laughs> as well. There's like a different horn in every rink. And it's so loud. It's so loud. <laughs> Just in case you miss the goal. And then uh, McJesus hits his 60th goal of the season today, his second of the match against uh, the Yotes, an OT winner, where he just embarrassed the goalie. He dangled his way in around a defender and then got the goalie to flop over on his stomach once, took a backhand shot, missed the net, it rimmed all the way around, made its way back to the McDavid, <laughs> hit it again, didn't miss the second time. <laughs> Bar down, top uh, middle bin, brutal. easy as you like. Uh, and we're coming into the season where teams may be resting people Ooh. in the lead up to playoffs because they've already clinched their spot. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting. Uh, been plenty of goals recently though, so... Good for overs betters. As it should be. <laughs> Any football in it? News? Nah. Ah. I can tell you, though, that Carlton just celebrated like they won the fucking premiership. So. They did. They went off their tree just then. Yeah, for Ed, uh, it's Ed 82, Turner scored a goal. 82-54, two minutes, two and a half minutes in the third quarter. Ish. Plenty of time still. There might be a 30-point yeah, yeah, yeah. margin. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I don't think it counts. Not that way. It doesn't just invert itself. Uh, actually, funny. Uh, La Liga ruled uh, that Barcelona cannot get signed. Uh, cannot sign Gavi on a full contract or some shit. Mm. Essentially. Mm. So he's back on a youth contract. Okay, yeah. right. Yeah, which means he can leave oh. at the end of the season, even though they're you know bumping him up as a the next fucking Messi or whatever. So <laughs> spicy. So yeah, someone with an absolute bag is going to throw it at him. Probably. Um, they are La Liga are claiming Barcelona are in breach of their salary limit, which. Surprise, surprise. As we've extensively covered through the last mass, the last major transfer window. <laughs> they bought fucking everyone. They did. Somehow, after having no money, uh -huh. uh, they still bought everyone. So, in his contract, it says he's allowed to leave on a free transfer at the end of the season if he's not registered as a first-team player by June 30, 2023. Ooh. All right. Coming up. Which... Yeah, he won't be able to get registered as a first-team player by then. By then, if that ruling goes through. Interesting. Yep. So, very interesting. All right. Uh, should we do some premium tips? We could. 
We should. We should. We should. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> uh, Bournemouth hosting Fulham. Shit game, Bournemouth. Skip that one. Bournemouth by one. Yeah, that's what I've fucking done. That Two as one. Well. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll allow it, whatever. <laughs> um, Arsenal comfortably against Leeds. Yep. What a surprise. Uh, Brighton over Brentford. Yep. Mm. Chelsea should beat Aston Villa. Yeah, they should. Doesn't mean they will. With their season, yeah. Crystal oh, Palace this hosting is Leicester. Who gives a fuck game? This is shocker. Crystal Palace draw, draw. Where's Leicester draw. on there? Not good. Relegation station. Baby. Oh, they are. They're way down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Crystal Palace haven't looked good recently, though. Uh, recent form is L. <laughs> one of them's uh, D L L L L. One of them's L L L D. Or four L's and then a D. Uh, draw. I reckon they're both going to add another D. Yeah, possibly. Just to spice things up, add another D. <laughs> Everton hosting uh, Tottenham. Probably Tottenham. Yeah. Even Should though be. they're allegedly or have already maybe uh, parting ways with Conte. Interesting. Alleged. Ooh, City Liverpool. Yeah, it's Liverpool, isn't it? Can't believe we're all on the same page here. You know what? Is it actually at Anfield? Because then they've got the teams listed around the wrong way on the app. I didn't even notice that. I just assumed yeah. it was at the Etihad. Liverpool. Google, please save us. I'm going to pick Liverpool for the vibes, but knowing oh. how clashes oh. of the Titans go in the EPL, it's either going to be nil all mm. or one nil. It's at the Etihad. What they've done here is the game is on the 1st of April for us, and they've oh. done us a prank. They've Absolutely done us a cheeky little prank. Maimonous. Yeah. Done but a it's, mischief. It's Liverpool, and it could go either way. I see. Uh, yeah, it's going to be one nil, I think, Liverpool. Yeah, I don't know. Take the under. I don't know how to place Liverpool anymore. They on the top. They can win nine nil, yeah, or they can seven nil. They can just lose. Yeah. To some dog shit team like Southampton. <laughs> but they could. They could win. They could win against Man United seven nil. So why could they not win against Man City like three nil or something? Ooh. <laughs> he does make a point. Mm. Yep. Newcastle uh, hosting United. This is another great game. United. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to tip Newcastle for the culture then. Uh, oh, fuck me. Forest, Wolves. God. Oh. Forest. Oh. Wolves can be that found in the forest. Sucks. That's a stinker draw. They can. It is that forest. Yep. Draw. <laughs> <laughs> Nil all. <laughs> 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 These odds are unusual for um, for essentially a bottom of the table clash. One point separates them in the relegation zone. Oh. West Ham, Southampton. It's fucking shocking. Uh, Southampton this, playing their seconds team or what? This could be the most exciting match of the season. Did you hear fucking Newcastle, Man United? This, One gets relegated. This actually has pretty big ramifications given how close they are in the relegation battle. I didn't realize Bournemouth was second last. Fucking hell! Why did I tip them over Fulham? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to I go back. 
No, I'm not going back. They've been good recently. I think they've actually found something. Uh, I'll, I'll just tip West Ham. Fuck it. Nah, draw. Ah, West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> they could make a gentleman's truce of just draw. Everyone All 22 plays T-posing on the field for 90 minutes. <laughs> Quick draw. And Someone comes up and just kicks the ball this far off kickoff and they all just stand there. <laughs> if Bournemouth loses, they could be like, hey, exactly. we could both benefit from this point here. Exactly. <laughs> and the Bournemouth game's first. Like, it just, the math is impeccable. This situation happened in the NFL, not last season, the season before, where if both teams drew in the last round of the mm. se- regular season, they would have made playoffs. Yeah. And they were so close to drawing, but one of them went and like kicked a field goal at the end. Oh. <laughs> I was like, bro, <laughs> ice cold. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's cruel. All right. Uh, one last piece of news before we wrapped up. Oh. Uh, and I forgot to mention it in the AFL recap. Oh. Start of the season was uh, very interesting, right? Mm. First game, 58-58, a score so that's a score that's never happened before in the AFL, VFL or AFL, right? Well, yeah, it's pretty low. Second game of the score. season, 125-103, Collingwood-Geelong, mm-hmm. also a scoregami. Fuck off. Yeah, we started with two scoregamis, uh, three for the round, the third being the swans Goko suns score. Yeah. Huh. I've got something score-related as well that I forgot to mention. And there has been... Uh, now, 6,560 unique scores in VFL-AFL history. <laughs> How? <laughs> How do we take the word for that? Take that, stats nerds. Speaking of stats nerds, so the Hawthorne-Essendon score looks awful, 65 to 124. looks kind of like the attendance, 65,124. That's it awfully was not, similar. It was... The, no, no, sorry. The, <laughs> it looks like it, but the attendance on the day was actually 68,691. That's quite a lot. Yeah, quite a lot. But that prompted um, useless AFL stats mm. <laughs> to look into if the attendance has ever equaled the score. No. <laughs> 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 in 16,199 games of football, it has never happened. But uh, a game in round five, 1953, when Collingwood played Hawthorne at Victoria Park in front of 9,627 fans, had a score of 96-26. All right. Oh. One less fan or one more point for Hawthorne, and we would have had that. But no. Surely their counting's a bit off back then, right? It had to like, be. Like, there, there was absolutely, like, two kids in a in a coat, in a trench yeah. coat, sneaking in. A guy with his dog. Yeah, but that would have one. had it the other way, though. That would have increased the attendance and not the score. We need to increase the score by one here. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Tell you what. I feel like we might have a good chance uh, in round six of pulling off this stat. Uh, Gold Coast Suns hosting North Melbourne. <laughs> Guaranteed low attendance. Uh, maybe not a high-scoring game. It could come close. <laughs> oh, it's going to no. be under 10,000 at that game, I think. I believe oh. there was maybe 13. Yeah, okay. 
thousand at the Swans game. That'd be all right. That's grand a, final team. That's a bit of a win-win scenario. Yeah, yeah, they got more North supporters in Queensland for the oh. game, which would be cool. Yeah, so cool. Or for once, the home fans of the Gold Coast Suns can out cheer the opposing team on home ground. I think we can wish. <laughs> yeah, we can. But I think that similar score, the 96 to maybe like a 86 or something, you know, mm, like a mm. like a very high before the 10,000 mark mm. is probably the most realistic you're ever going to get mm. yes. to hitting that. Yeah, Because as soon as you hit over 10,000, you have to go a long way. That's a lot of people. Well, a lot of a people lot of, lot and of also, yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah. Like it's... Yeah, you have to go a long way again before it's not a complete blowout game. Mm. Mm. Um, but yeah, like flip, flip a fucking coin or whatever. Yeah, probably. Uh, whose flip is it? Isaac's. I don't like how questioning you are about that. He's he's lost it. Yeah, I've lost track. I'm not checking. I'm opening the app. I'm having a look. Stand by. It is my flip. Hey, he's back. Welcome back. Hey. <laughs> Are you ready? Uh, Had a thought about what you're picking? Yeah, look, the last three results um, are a bit telling. Mm. All three tails. Hez is due. Hez will be due by all metrics. <laughs> Start the flip. Come on down. <laughs> tails. Oh, something different. Never fails. Four in a row. We're back on <laughs> Year of the heads, they said. Not happy. Interesting take. It's still early. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, do I check the AFL score? Uh, I, I wouldn't. Like. <laughs> oh, hell. shit. It's, oh, it's live. Oh, God. Oh, Oh, 83-66. JC just directed uh, another scoring opportunity or some shit. I'm not good off the cuff. How's <laughs> <laughs> he Geelong? I really thought they would just be better. Good thing you didn't pick him as your shoe in, Keelan. Oh, you got damn right, Isaac. I'm really <laughs> glad I didn't pick them. Because then I really would have to use the sensor button. Because I'd be saying some very choice words. <laughs> Your expletives. Yeah, just a bit of a. <laughs> I really hope that's not annoying for the at home. Oh, it probably is. I'll tell you what, Zach's a bit of a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. I didn't even sense a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that's how bad the word was following fucking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. On that bombshell. See you next week. Cheerio. It's going off. It is, actually. <laughs>